exorcism. Mario Mandzukic pounced and England are hot. Touchdown Seahawks! What's up, everybody? This is episode 65 of the West Coast Sports Junkies. We are back after uh, a week hiatus, uh, enjoying some of this nice uh, heat wave we've been um, encountering here in the Lower Mainland. Uh, we're, a two, we're two members short tonight, so just going to be Mike and I here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, UFC, UFC 277 this weekend in Dallas. Big card, a uh, couple title fights. The, uh, the Seahawks training camp actually kicked off today, which is uh, very, or sorry, yesterday. It's day two of training camp, but the big news, DK Metcalf signed. He's back for three years. We'll get into that. Um, and yeah, I've been watching a lot. I don't know about you guys. I've been watching a lot of baseball, the Mariners and Jays. It's that time of the summer where there's a whole, not a whole lot of other sports going on, but uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying it and stuff like that. So Mike, what have you been up to? How's it going, buddy? Good man, good to see you and be back on the show here. Um, we're still camping up here at Calta's Lake, so uh, we've been enjoying this beautiful weather we've been having. And you get too hot, and just jump in the lake and cool off. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you got any plans this long weekend coming up? That's awesome, man. No, I'm uh, not not too sure. Gonna stick around here. Definitely gonna check out the fights this weekend. Hopefully get around to golf in at some point, but uh, no, other than that, probably just be uh, hanging out on the patio, sipping some beers. Right on, man. Shall we uh, dive right into the content we have tonight? Uh, I just sent you that, that uh, tweet from Adam Schefter, probably about, I don't know, hour and a half ago or whatever. How excited oh, were you to read that one? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty excited, but then you immediately followed that up with that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that instagram post there who's gonna throw him the ball man what does it matter we have dk someone's got to get him the ball what are we doing there ty what's going on what are you seeing in training camp well it's it's very early but uh gino smith definitely has the he has the lead at the uh at the qb1 position right now he already had you know last season uh he had a lot of first reps there when russ was hurt so you know, he had some exciting moments. Uh, we were in pretty much every game that he started. Um, we had a chance to win at the end. He didn't get it done, or the team didn't get it done. But I definitely would rather see Gino in there than Drew Locke. That uh, that Instagram meme I sent you was more about Drew Locke than yeah. Gino Smith. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. We've, I don't have crazy expectations for this year. I think we're going to surprise some people. But uh, shoring up, or uh, yeah, just shoring up our wide receiver core there with with dk obviously tyler lockett um we got a couple of the young guys we also brought in that marquise goodwin who was with san fran the last few years so yeah i don't know man dk is such a beast hopefully gino or drew can just throw it up for him and he'll just catch the ball right that's right man if we get the run game going too like we got penny and he finished the year super strong right so if he continues that momentum going forward i think that we're gonna I know your, I think your expectations will be met and exceeded my friend this year. If we can get that, you know, like get that going there. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the running back position, there was some sort of sad news, which I actually was expecting uh, Chris Carson retired um, due to 
his neck injury he's he's been battling over the last year and a bit um i actually think he probably could have maybe made it back you know later in the year or something but i mean he's probably thinking of quality of life and if you're messing with your neck and it's that serious i mean i'm pretty sure he uh, made the right decision there stepping away yeah, for sure. And he's had a lot of injuries over the years. And it was, it was surprising to me to see, I mean, you know, I'm not a huge fan of his, but because yeah. he gets injured all the time, but uh, to see how many, like what he, the stats, the numbers he's put up in Seattle are actually remarkable. And um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's going out on his own there and it, um, I don't know. I wish. Yeah. He kind of came out of nowhere too, right? He was a seventh round pick, which is pretty crazy. And uh, he had two, a thousand plus yard seasons which is pretty good obviously in the nfl um but yeah you're talking about penny and the excitement sorry go ahead yeah oh so did he play his whole career play his whole career in seattle yeah very short yeah. I mean, yeah. five seasons but yeah, uh he was kind of the closest i've seen well it hasn't been that long since marshawn he had that like angry running style which i liked um but yeah so with penny now obviously the the lead back feature back the draft pick, uh, Kenneth Walker, the third, who we kind of questioned during the draft, that pick makes a lot more sense now. Um, because I think they, you know, they had thought that this possibly could happen with Chris Carson. So now we have the, uh, one, two punch of Penny and Walker. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, man. I'm getting excited too. Like we're like two weeks away from watching some football preseason. So we got to talk maybe after this episode and what games we're going to go down to and all that stuff. So absolutely actually a, a week tonight is the first nfl preseason game of the year a week away pretty crazy <laughs> that's insane yeah they have the uh the preseason hall of fame game I, I know the raiders are playing in it and i can't remember actually i think it's i think it's the raiders in jacksonville but anyways next thursday night will be a little nfl football to watch so that will be good can't wait it's time Sorry, Govic. I know you uh, you really like that intro, and you probably do it a little better than me. But uh, I hope you're listening. Actually, before we get into the UFC, we should mention uh, Chris is actually on vacation with his family over in Croatia, which is awesome. Very jealous. And Dan is away this long weekend in Parksville with his family, so that is why they're not here. Govic, I hope you're listening, or you will listen. And uh, don't be too hard on me with my intro there. So, Mike. We have UFC 277 in Dallas this weekend. Very exciting card. Lots of big fights. Why don't you break it down for us and give us some of your money mic picks? All right, man. Yeah, you said it. UFC 277 goes down this weekend on the 30th. So we're going to break down the main card as we usually do. And again, I'm coming up back to back. Perfect picks. Let's go three in a row. (laughs) We got that. that is insane right uh, not bad hey hope you guys are are betting along with me making some money um so the 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 the, the start off the main card we go to the light heavyweight division we have megomed ankalev versus anthony smith uh ankalev is a minus 575 these are the bodog of course bodog odds today um and anthony smith is a plus 400 so ankalev is the biggest favorite on the card as of right now ankalev is a 17 and one he's four and one in his last five anthony smith is 36 and 16 and he's three and two in his last five 
Smith has obviously been around for a long time, veteran. He's been looking a lot better in the last few fights that I've seen, probably why they put him now with uh, Ankalev, who has a huge hype with him, huge following. You know, many people think he's going to be the future champion of this division. And I actually agree with them. I think he's, uh, he's a hard hitting, you know, he's great on the ground. He's got that, he's got that uh, Khabib, you know, feel and vibe to him. Um, he's got huge power, just a great striker, very well-rounded well fighter. If I had to think of like one negative to give him, I think it would have to be like, he's, he kind of backs off a bit. He's a little bit on the low volume side of things, which, you know, in this fight, is where Anthony Smith might have an in, you know, an in. Um, you look at, you know, past the victory, like I always try to do, and the only way I can sort of see it is if it, if Smith can turn this into a dog fight and just, you know, put up some volume against yeah. uh, Ankulov, he might have a chance to win. Um, you know, Ankulov being 17 and one, he's won every single second of fighting in the octagon, except for the one second loss he had at the end with against Paul Craig, he got caught in the submission. Um, he should really be 18 and 0 uh, if it wasn't for that that sort of mistake he made at the end of that fight. But um, I mean, I, I do like Anthony Smith. I like the way he's looked uh, as of recent, but I don't think he's got a chance against Anklev in this fight. I think he's going to make it a fight, though. I, I don't think the, the odds are going to should be what they are. I think it's going to go the distance, and I'm going to take uh, Anklev to win via you know, unanimous decision. Nice. Yeah, I was surprised. I don't know a whole lot about uh, the other guy. I'm not going to butcher that name, but I do uh, remember hearing about Anthony Smith. I remember... I mean, it was years ago now, but he fought John Jones for the title. Uh, he lost a five-round decision to him. It was a hard, I remember, it was a hard-fought fight, but uh, he is getting a little older. I think he's, what, 34, 35, like, for fighting standards, so. Yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah, I don't know. I thought uh, just the name alone, it would be a little closer odds-wise, but here we are. Yeah, he's also a broadcaster now for UFC, and usually when that happens, I think that they, they're kind of like, their priorities aren't you know, they're not hungry and they're not set to one you know, foot out the octagon kind of thing. Right. Exactly. He's obviously, yeah. you know, focused on being a broadcaster and he wants to do good there and not just in the gym training all the time with a photo of ankle face on his bathroom window, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So the next fight of the night, we go to the flyweight division. We have Alexander Pantoya versus Alex Perez. Pantoya is a minus one ninety favorite and Perez is a plus 155 Pantoya is 24 and 5 3 and 2 in his last five Perez is 24 and 6 3 and 2 in his last five um Perez is, is taking a huge layoff he hasn't been he hasn't fought in almost two years um so we're kind of you know what do we what are we going to see with when he comes in if there's, there's going to be any ring rust um Pantoya is very underrated in my opinion he's fought like you know, huge names in the UFC and beating them. Um, no one's really talking about this guy. Everyone's sort of talking about, you know, Kaya Car France and, and, you know, Brandon Moreno, where uh, Pantoja has beaten both of those boys. He's beaten Brandon Moreno twice, once in the UFC and once in the, uh, in the, uh, in the ultimate fighter contender series. And he's also beaten Kaya Car France in the contender series. So I don't know, you know, how he, he's fighting on below these guys. And we have obviously Moreno um, being a champion, and, um, you know, and Kyra Kyra France are also fighting for the interim championship on this card. But, uh, you know, he's got great submission skills. They're both great, great strikers, Perez and uh, Pantoja. So I see this fight being a, a great fight. I think it's going to go a long ways. But where he, where Pantoja has the advantage is definitely on the ground. Um, 
Perez has been submitted four times in his career. And I think that uh, this fight's going to be a banger, man. I think it's going to come out. They're going to be striking. They're both great strikers. And uh, he's gonna, I think he's going to attempt to take him down the first couple of rounds and not get it. And I think he'll probably get the takedown in the third round. And I think he's going to submit him late in the third round. I think this is going to be a fairly close fight. I like it. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know a, a ton about these two fighters, but I'm, uh, I'm going to mark it down and I might put that in one of my props for, for the fight bets this weekend. So, All right, there you go, buddy. Um, the next fight on the card is the heavyweight division, your buddy, Derek hmm. Lewis versus uh, Sergey Pavlovich. And Derek Lewis is a plus 115, and Pavlovich is a minus 140 currently, which is basically a pick em in my mind. And Derek Lewis is 26 and 9 with one no contest. He's 3 and 2 in his last five. Pavlovich is 15 and 1, and he's 4 and 1 in his last five. Uh, and basically, this fight comes down to like any other Derek Lewis fight is who can land the first damn punch and put your put the person's <laughs> lights out, right? Um, you know, Derek Lewis, you know, he's lost, he's he's been finished like eight times. I think he's been knocked out six times. So, you know, they're both going to come on out there. They're going to start swinging, and it's who's going to get you know hit first. You can never count Derek Lewis out, as I've shown in yeah, <laughs> many times yeah, in the yeah, past. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of the hardest hitting guys of, of all time in, in this, in the, in the UFC, but, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm going to go with the younger guy, Pavlovich. He's seven years younger. He's got a five inch reach advantage. I don't think he's going to pick him apart. I think they're both going to come out there and they're going to brawl. And I just think that he, that extra reach is going to tag him first. So I'm going to go with, uh, Pavlovich round one knockout. You should put a disclaimer out about this pick, man. Like, I feel like Derek Lewis is your kryptonite for UFC. <laughs> Why don't you take Lewis in there? There you go. That's what happened. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> not. It's not all you, but, like, I don't know. He's the kind of guy, like, he can never count him out in a fight. But he's always on the opposite end of where I'm betting. When I like I him, know. something crazy happens. And when he's supposed to get killed and he's a big underdog, he'll come with this crazy knockout in, like, the shocks middle of the, the first world, round. Shocks the world. So... I'm not betting this fight personally. I, I stay far away from Derek Lewis after the, the past few fights um, I've bet on him. But yeah, but I, I agree with you. I would bet on the the younger guy here and uh, the slight <laughs> favorite. But you never know, man. It's Derek Lewis. Yeah, it's a pickup, man. It's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, the next fight is the co-main event of the evening for the interim flyweight championship. Um and this is against Brandon Moreno versus Kaya Carr, France. Um, Moreno is a minus 220 favorite, fairly heavy favorite. favorite. And uh, Kaya Carr, France is a plus 175 dog. Brandon Moreno is 19 and 19, 6 and 2. He's 3, 1 and 1 in his last five. And Kaya Carr, France is 24 and 9, 1 no contest, 4 and 1 in his last five. And the, re, um, the last time that we saw Moreno fight was obviously against Figueredo, their trilogy bout. And since then, Figgy won the fight, and mm. um, the UFC stripped the belt from basically putting up the interim uh, uh, fight because right. of rumors saying that he wants more money to fight. And then uh, when they when they made this the interim fight, there's some drama going on there. Mm. When they made this the interim fight, now he's all over like social media blasting him, saying you know he's injured his hands and he has X-rays and he has proof and blah blah blah. But yeah, regardless of what's going on there, this is the interim flyweight championship. And um, I think it's going to be an amazing fight. This is also a rematch from 2019 
where uh, Brandon Moreno won a unanimous decision. But again, it was a very, very close fight. It wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't say he dominated that fight by, by any means. It was close. Um, they sat there and they banged for 15 minutes. And, um, you know, basically Moreno in the last year and a half has only been battling Figueredo. You yeah. know, they had their, their first bout where they, they had a draw and then he won and then he came back and then he lost. Now, um, they both, both these fighters have definitely improved since 2019. Uh, Kai Car France is obviously high volume, high power, but so is Moreno. He's high volume and he's a great counter puncher. Um, you know, now they're going to go at it for 25 minutes. I think this is going to be an amazing fight. I think it's going to be one of the best fights we could see of the year. Um, hmm. You know, Brandon Moreno's never been KO'd. Uh, Figgy had, dropped him three times in his last fight. But I don't know, man. This is a tough one to, to pick, too. I mean, I kind of want to pick the value in this fight because I do like Kayakar France, but he lost to him before. Yeah. So I'm going to go with my with my gut on it. I'm going to say Moreno's going to win this fight. I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to go the distance. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Moreno. Um, probably going to add it to a parlay, which we'll get into later. But, yeah, I think he'll win. I can't see either one of these guys finishing each other. I think it's going to go the distance as well. But, yeah, I think it'll be a fast-paced uh, – really entertaining fight yeah for sure most of those guys at that weight are right oh yeah yeah so yeah the main event of the evening we have the rematch finally women's bantamweight championship of the world juliana pena the champion versus amanda nunez is Pena is a plus 220 underdog nunez is a minus 275 favorite pena is 12 and 4 she's 3 and 2 in her last five and Nunez is 21 and five, four and one in her last five. So everyone knows what happened in the last fight, right? And we all know why we're here today because <laughs> Pena obviously shocked the world and yep. finished Amanda Nunez in the second round of the championship bout. Now, in that fight, Nunez was a minus, I think she's minus 800, maybe even minus 900 favorite. I can't remember. I think it around was, minus 800, yeah. Huge favorite, there. obviously. Yeah. Um, now, if, and it's it's tough. I mean, we broke it down then, and we'll break it down again. If you look at all the stats, all the stats favor Nunez. She's a better striker, way better, way better grappler, way better wrestler. Everything is in the favor of Amanda Nunez. Um and even the first fight, if you watch it, she dominated round one. She came out in Amanda Nunez fashion and, you know, everyone thought she was going to, you know, finish her right there. Yeah. Comes out in round two and she looks absolutely gassed. And, uh, you know, and she, and she, yeah, she, anyways, she, she loses the fight around. I can't, did she get submitted? Rear naked choke, I want to say. I, I can't I, remember. I can't remember it either. I yeah. just remember being so shocked that yeah. she lost that yeah, <laughs> that's why we don't remember and she looked horrible in the second round right now nunez came on after that fight and she said oh she because she had covid it's because she had mm -hmm. injuries and this and that um you know i, I don't know i don't know it's it, it, everyone's probably going to be picking nunez in this fight Pena obviously has that dog fight in her like she's she took a huge beating from nunez in round one came yeah. back and and put her put her down right you know, it's a tough one to call. Where where is Nunez mentally? She's married now. She has a kid. She's she's a two division champion. She's the greatest of all time. You know, is she hungry? You know, obviously Pena is. If Pena beats her again, she, you know, she starts now. She starts her legacy. Um, 
It's a tough one to yeah, do. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm definitely not gonna bet this fight just because I didn't like how I saw Nunez look in the last fight. That yeah, that looked like a like a gas fighter to me, man. And that doesn't happen to Nunez. It shouldn't. Yeah, um, you're right. It was it was a submission in the second round. Yeah, it was, I know it was second round. Beat. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I you know, you know my perfect record's on the line here, and I hate that it's this fight. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say Amanda Nunez comes out and she takes this fight more serious because she is a better fighter all around, and I think nine yeah. times out of ten she's gonna win this fight. I'm gonna go with Amanda Nunez, and I think she's gonna make a statement here. I hope she does. I'm gonna go round one submission victory for Amanda Nunez. Oh wow! Um, well, I thought you were gonna lean towards Pena when I was listening to your breakdown there, so. Maybe I think it should be closer than it. these odds, but I mean, I, I, see I mean, those one. are, those are close odds when you think about it though, for, yeah, I know, I for know. Nunez. Yeah. Cause she could be beat now, even at minus two. But, um, that being said, yeah, I'm kind of agree with you. I think she's going to take it a lot more seriously. I mean, she was so used to being the huge underdog. I think she just thought she was going to continue to roll through, uh, fighters, right. They just lined them up and she was knocking them down uh Pena obviously was very hungry it almost reminds me of when uh Misha won and finally got the belt you know what I mean and she yeah. came back the next fight and she lost it I mean it wasn't the same fighter but uh I I think similar things gonna happen here I think Nunez is gonna uh come back have a really good performance I don't see it early in the first round or submission in the first round I think it's gonna be a tough fight um I don't think it'll go to a decision I say I say Nunez maybe in the third or fourth round not gonna pick one <laughs> but uh but yeah i agree with you i think she'll come back get it done and then it will set up probably a trilogy for the ufc i mean yeah. and at this point in this in that division right like there's not a whole other bunch of options i think make a lot of sense it, entertainment if she, if wise she makes it um well yeah you're actually you're, you're completely right if she wins it there's gonna be a trilogy about yeah, there's no one else but <laughs> I, I think i, I was gonna say if she made it you know, made a statement out of it, did it early and knocked her out, like no question. I don't think that there might be a third vote, but the fact that she beat her. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can see a trilogy for sure. But yeah, I don't know. Either way, I'm very excited about this card and we might as well just jump right into our bets if you want to here. So um, I'm going to do a three fight parlay here. I'm going with your picks. I'm going with uh, Pantoya, Moreno and Nunez. All to win, doesn't matter how, just to get the job done. I'll be victorious. Uh, $50 pays you 101. So you get about two to one on that parlay. Obviously, all favorites, but no big favorites. So it's a uh, it's decent value. Yeah, nice. What are you so thinking? I'm gonna, well, I'm, I usually parlay, I'll be parlaying all my picks because I do that every single time I do just a small bet. But I don't, I don't have what it would pay me in front of me right now. But yeah. um, unless you want to do it. There you go with your other bets, and I'll uh, I'll look it up here for you. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same parlay that you just talked about as well, exact same one you just said there. I'm gonna go. My Bodog pick of the week is going to be um, uh, Alexander Pantoja to uh, to win that fight, and um, he's a minus one ninety, so uh, he's a favorite. But I think he's the ones that he's for sure gonna get it done. And um, yeah, that's probably my the main bets gonna make. Um, staying away from the Nunez Pena. Um, I usually bet all my picks straight up as well, and I picked around. So, yeah, no, um, for sure. Yeah. So, your five picks there on the main card pays out, uh, it's plus 657. So, 
you make a $50 bet, pays out $328. Nice. So good luck, everybody. Hopefully, uh, Mike's going to go set. Perfect. Third pay-per-view in a row. Yeah, there's a charm, two, buddy. Two already is insane. So, you know, if you can pull off three. I know. That's awesome. But, yeah, uh, Saturday night, 7 p.m. on pay-per-view. All right, Ty. So you say you've been watching a lot of MLB baseball. What, uh, what teams have you been following these last few weeks, buddy? Yeah, man. It's been, uh, I can't remember the last time I was this into baseball. I think it's because both of the teams that I follow are both, you know, playing pretty well. Um, the Jays a couple of weeks ago went through a rough stretch, but recently they just went on a little tear here, uh, seven in a row until uh one of our listeners yeah. and friends seven in a row until our buddy <laughs> muchacho decides to go to a game in toronto and they lose <laughs> i don't know i was also in one of our group chats i don't know if you saw steve hartley said go jays eight in a row before the game started so we oh also can throw God, what a we, can al- we can also throw a little blame his way but yeah percent impressive streak for sure they did lose but if the playoffs started today they would be in um another crazy thing going on in our neck of the woods is the mariners man they've recently also been on a tear they won 15 games in a row uh heading into the all-star break i think it couldn't have come at a worse time because it just kind of ruined their mojo right they come out of the all-star break they lost Lost three in a row yeah right after that uh but then they just swept texas which the series finished up yesterday to win another three in a row so yeah the Mariners and Jays are both in a playoff spot, which this late in the year, I know there's still a lot of baseball to be played. Um, not very often we can say that for both of them. The Mariners haven't been in the playoffs, oh man, like 2002 or 2003. Like Crazy, it's been a long man. time. So exciting stuff, seeing them both playing pretty well. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to be able to go down to Seattle and check out a playoff game. If that happens, we're going 100%. 100%, man. That would be something. And another crazy thing is because they're both in wildcard spots, it could end up like, I think if they started today, they would play each other. In the oh, really? Wildcard round. Yeah. The I Jays wonder what the stadium would be like, you know, how like you say it's a home, Dude, home field advantage way, for the Jays. That actually, because like I said about the drought, the Mariners have had for playoff appearances. I think it could be a little closer to a split, but I think the Jays would still like, Buck yeah, up some, and pay whatever they'd be charging hards, and, and head die down. Diehards up here, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But, yeah, still a lot of baseball to be played. But, like I said, it's it's just fun to see them both in the mix and both playing well. Like, I'm watching the Jays game right now in the background. I have it on. I'm checking the scores every night. The one crappy thing around here, we don't see a lot of Mariners games. They don't have yeah. them on, like, Fox or any local channels. But, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And um, I hope they both continue it so we can see them playing in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. That will do it for episode 65. Nice, quick episode. We wanted to jump on here and record real quick. We need to keep Mike's streak alive with his UFC picks. Hopefully go uh, three in a row. But yeah, uh, we'll be back next week after the long weekend. Um, Seahawk training camp will be in full swing. Uh, We'll hopefully have some more uh, good news to report about the QB battle and all that stuff. Lots more baseball, and we'll go over those uh, fight results for UFC 277. So check out our website if you haven't, www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca. 
And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.